New Year, same podcast. And same, it's a, same funky shirt. And it's I know. Have you watched it since? Hello, Sean. Hello, Joel Kane, Dan Ganane. This is the Sportsbed Podcast. Welcome to a new year. We're starting nice and early. We're still. I've never. Uh, I've never counted down the days to a season this far out, Joel. I don't know if it's because of the scandals or just because the cricket was pretty ordinary this mm. year. But we're we're what about twenty nine days away or something like that. Let's I be honest. Wait. Just touching on cricket, seriously. The, the Australian cricket team, you're not having a beer with any of them. Um, it's been the longest summer I can think of. So I know it's only February, but um, it's good to be back. The big bash footy. is still on. Is it? Somebody made a comment the other day on social media. There's some clever people. They said, guys, uh, who won this year's big bash? Like, it, it's still <laughs> on. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a disgrace. Don't get me started. Just getting away from big bash for a moment. This is my day this morning. And I, I want your two bobs worth. Before, we've got plenty of rugby league to talk about. You know it's election time. I got the Rattler in this morning. I love getting the Rattler in. You read your book and listen to podcasts like this. And you couldn't get through the entry without sidestepping political people trying to sell their leaflets, mm. right? Or at what, that time of... What are your thoughts on that? So this is what I do. I play political bingo. If you're shoving a leaflet down my throat, you just get a strike immediately for the local election. Are you with me there? Yeah, well, it doesn't take much to piss me off, Joel, <laughs> as, uh, as you know. So, yeah, you give me anything, you're, you're in the bin. I'm yeah. a, um, you know what I've discovered the last few, I'm an early voter. I, am. I go to town hall because working. How the city. early can you vote? Yeah. Oh, yeah. weeks. Can you weeks? I think once the election is set, pretty quickly after the date is is on, it's it's off you go. Off now you, you go. miss out on the on the sausage on the day of, which is the joy. Yeah, but you don't yeah, have yeah. the hour long queues on a Saturday no. morning. But does it help or hinder you when you get a leaf? You still face? get them. But are you more likely to not vote for them? No, that I'm doesn't a, turn I'm, you off. I've made my decision before I go in. But here's what I do. Here's what I do. If I take one, I feel like I just have to take You take them all. I take them all. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, you know, the Greens and the yeah, Australians yeah. against further immigration, all the fishes and fishes, fishes party. Yeah. Fish and what's the overs-unders on metres past these people that it finds a bin, all that paperwork? See, that's why it would be so demoralising, wouldn't it, to be... Uh, one of those people because ninety percent <laughs> straight in the bin. You'd be there go, well, why did you bother taking it? Four and a half meters. That's it. Max. Do you take much money at Sportsbet on the election? Huge. Yeah. Huge. Like now in, in, or, or in fact, uh uh political podcast has been has been floated come election wow. time. Ooh. It's big. Hey, you know the thing, uh, Labor are a dollar eighteen <laughs> Which happens to be the same price Hillary Clinton was ahead of the US. So anything's possible, isn't it? Yeah. What well, is Trump to win? Oh, don't because, know. Don't um, care. He yeah. gave a speech yesterday. And I, not, I don't necessarily agree with what he said, but I thought, oh, he's in his groove. Like, <laughs> no. there's a nut. Like, I. He'll be at ridiculous odds again. Mm. You're liking Trump in the mounting yard, are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you on. a mounting yard? Aficionado, you would be, Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopeless at it. <laughs> Absolutely hopeless. But no at one it. ever, when you're watching the, you know, Francesca or all the commentators, uh, they never bag a horse, I notice. No, they're all, they're they're all, all good. Look great. They're all, they've all yeah. got a great coat. They've all got a great sweat. They're it all... does sway me, though. Jane Ivel, she she can find a, a good mark in the mounting out. If she picks out something around eight bucks, she typically tips me into backing them, I can tell you that much. Okay. Um, 
So how are we going to do this this year? We're, we're, we're here four weeks early. So yep. what were your idea, Joel? We're going to go four teams each week as a preview? Four teams each week, and then we'll roll straight into round one. So for every single week, you'll you'll get this potty and um, share the love. And we, and we encourage this year too as well to throw your two bobs in. If you want us to talk about something, if you disagree with something we said, get involved, get stuck into us now, on social media. You must well, you must have been uncontrollable when you're – when your love child, or your your love interest, James Tedesco, oh. had a you know, perfect end of the season. Yeah, um, it made for some good watching. We listen to that heavy breathing. <laughs> I'm getting a bit hot and bothered here. Can we, t- can we turn the echo on? Are you still in love with him? Is or, he still uh, your number one? I'll, I'll always be in love with him. <laughs> Do you know what I stumbled upon yesterday? Speaking about James Tedesco, he had a whirlwind season. And I know for a fact that Trent Robinson couldn't believe he didn't get the golden boot. Mm. You know that Blake Ferguson polled more Dally M votes than Tedesco. That's right, last yeah, we looked at the other day. Yeah. Did you know that? Fascinating. Wow. <laughs> more Dally M votes uh, Fergo did than Teddy. Who won the Golden Boot? Oh, some bloke from England. That's right. Winger. Winger. <laughs> That's right. Who wasn't a, Tommy Mackinson? Who wasn't even top <laughs> try scorer at yeah. St Helens? He scored eleven well, tries hey, all season. There you go. What an award. <laughs> Um, all right. So uh, we've got all these markets to get through. Sportsbed, of course, is who we do this for, and we'll be on once a week. So uh, we'll be dropping when Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning, yeah. generally. And look out on social media because you'll see little snippets of us. Uh, uh, and Dan, it must be said as well. Those mm-hmm. who followed this podcast last year did very well. Big dollars, yeah, big, big dollars. dollars. So hopefully we can uh, do the same again. No pressure, Shawnee. There's a mock. Yep, there is. <laughs> no, can't stop them. All right. And the best thing about a new year is we all start at zero. Just on the mock, <laughs> do you believe in the early crow, Dan? Oh, no, no. You do not t- muck around with the karma gods. Yeah. You, so, yeah, you, touch- you, you, so you do believe, don't you? I do yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I yes. have been anti yeah. it, right? I, you may as well believe in the, in the Loch Ness Monster, but no. I challenged our punters club on the weekend. I said, boys, we're on a dollar sixty pop. This is a moral. It was, oh, jeez. You know what? I'm just about to concede. I, I, wonder, I reckon it I wonder, is. I wonder how that ended up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it is real. I'm, I'm about to concede. Anyway. Uh, all right, should we get going? So, you know, you've come up with four teams here, Joel. Any particular reason for – we're going to prove you Brisbane, Manly, Penrith, St. George, Loire. Any reason just these Just to four? shuffle them around. What I've actually I, – I, I, even them out by membership base – so the Broncos are the big ones. And I thought, who's let's last start with out the Broncos. Of, who's last out of these four? Manly. <laughs> Manly. They're in order of membership. So let's kick off the, the Gold Broncos, Coast, shall not we? last. Out of these four. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. So, so you pick four randomly. Yeah, a little mixed bag. Yeah. So we're starting with Brisbane because they're number let's one. Let's start with the Broncos. All right. Um, so last year, Joel, you can go through all the ins and outs of last year, but they were 15 and nine and out in week one. Uh, what odds... Uh, Shawnee, have you got on the Broncos uh, who have a very good-looking team with uh, some uh, some very uh, some a lot of young guns there to look forward to? Yeah, it's a young, pretty exciting pack. Um, so they're nine dollars to win the comp. We might just do a little recap of the of the overall sort of grand final winner market. So we got the Roosters ah, four dollars yes. fifty. Yes, and then it's what? And then it's a big gap to the field. The Broncos are next in line, nine dollars. Storm South also nine, and then the rest sort of. <laughs> Hang on, after. $4. Four dollars, four fifty, four fifty, four fifty. The shortest it conceivably can can get really. You got to win three games in September. It's the toughest sporting comp in the world, as we all sort of say and agree on. It's. Uh, I'm not sure I could be backing them, but plenty of people are. Every year, though, Sean, people find a way to say this is the year someone goes back to back. I love Robbo. You can't go back. To- I actually said to Trent Robinson one day, I said, Robbo, you should have in your contract. 
that if you win the competition, you can have a year off. But imagine if that was the case. So if Robbo had the year off this year, right, how many coaches are under the Donald Trump by the end of the year? Clubs would be climbing over hey. them to get him to their club. I don't think they'd wait until the end of the year. So you're not, you're not backing them? No, I, I can't have teams to go back to back. What if they were $10? Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not at four dollars fifty. No, no, it's it, yeah, I agree. Poison. It's hard to it's hard to back, but as I said, plenty of people are. Sportsbit's um, been around for what, twenty years or something, whatever. That's gotta be the shortest uh, certainly uh, at this time of year. In in my time, yeah. Yep. Wow. So okay. good luck. And I'm a believer, Joel. So the the back to back thing we all know, no one's done it since the late nineties. But increasingly uh, what increases the odds or diminishes the chances? Going to England for the World Club Challenge. Mm. Correct. It's that it, – it, you think, oh, well, it's a trip in February. Who cares? Mm. But how many of those teams – and it doesn't happen every year now, but they hit the wall come July, come August, come September. Yep. Yeah, it's a good point. So uh, that, that's on this week too, hasn't that flown under the radar? It is. <laughs> yeah. Well, Funny, well, that. If you back the, the pommies each year, you'd be doing well, wouldn't you? Uh, they'd be, they'd be the outsiders suggest. every single yeah. year. Yeah, they would be, yeah. Yep. All right, let's go. So we'll do the Roosters uh, in the next few weeks. But the Broncos? Yeah, so Broncos, uh, $9 to, to, to win the lot. Even money, top four, you know. Like it. Yeah? Yep. Mm. So hang on. So $2.20 to make the top four. Mm. They finished six last year. Top eight, $1.40. Um, their draw is tough early. Obviously, Anthony Seabold. Um, is uh, the new coach. But before we get into this year, what did you note from last year, Joel, about the Broncos? They were as good as anyone at home. So they're very, very hard to beat up there. They started slow uh, with the bad loss to the Dragons in round one. Um, they conceded 500 points. Now, that's the worry for me. They conceded 500 points, but Seabold... Have you blokes met Seabold? Yeah, great bloke. Nope. He, he's so impressive. Mm. And... I'm just all in on him. I think that you know all these kids coming through. They do lose Maguire. Did they? Is he one of those coaches they they tout as a bit of a teacher? Is that his kind of? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And you know what he does? <clears throat> everything he does at training is opposed. So every mm. single thing they do is competition. Mm. So you saw last year how Cody Walker and that left hand side was so damaging. They they practice that more than any team in the competition. Um, I'll tell you one thing about. Here's something for you about the Broncos. So. The Broncos last year had the best completion rates in the whole competition and the fewest errors. Mm. Now, the reason I bring that up is I just wonder whether they played too safe under Wayne Bennett. And uh -huh. the reason I say that is because the team who had the most errors and the worst completion rates were who? Don't tell me the Roosters. The Sydney Roosters. Wow. Who was number two? The Melbourne Storm. Wow. And, and Canterbury, I seem to remember... Number one or number two That's in right. completion. Yeah. So were they playing too safe under Bennett? And does he completely take the shackles off this year? Look, you've seen the reports about Anthony Milford. Apparently, he's just ripped up, ready to go. Uh, they're going to be. I know every player has trained the house down yeah. and has never been in better shape. But it seems with Milford that 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 might be bang on the money. I want to ask you guys this question: How you'd be formulating your team? Last year, a real problem for them was try assists. And now maybe that does go in with that playing safe sort of strategy. 32 try assists between their spine for the year. The Roosters were 45, right? So would you change anything? Keeping in mind Seabold had Damien Cook, a runner out of dummy half. Mm. 
That's not really McCulloch. No. So does Nick Arima spend some time say, at dummy half? Does McCulloch finish the season as Brisbane's number nine? I think he'll always be there starting nine. So interesting that they picked up Sean O'Sullivan yep. um, in the off-season. I mean, I haven't seen enough, like a lot of him play, but it looks to me like at some point he will be starting seven and we'll see Cody go back to bench and come on play that sort of... 20, 25 minute impact off you, the bench, which I, which I, I think that's his, yeah. that's his go. You would have seen him, O'Sullivan. Oh, mate, You're o, a rap on him, o, aren't you? O'Sullivan is one of those kids who I've seen him have kicks from the sideline to win games in lower grades. He came off. He wasn't even in the New South Wales uh, resident side. They drafted him at the eleventh hour. He got man of the match in that. He's, he's a kid. He's Australian schoolboys halfback. He's just a winner. And I just think he will be in that side at some stage of the game. So then that changes potentially the nine. Mm. But here's the other one. Does Darius Boyd finish the season at fullback? Jermaine Asako. Like, mm. this kid's a superstar, almost a, a Mark II Valentine Holmes type. Mm. How do you see that one going down? Oh, he's a gun. And he, he look, how you described O'Sullivan is how I'd describe Asako. He is winner. A, a, just a winner. Mm. Yeah. And um, Darius, that... Or does Darius play in the centre? If you had to be honest, you'd have to say that Darius probably injury will take care of that because at some point Mm. he just can't get through a full season. He, he, um, his ankles or his hammies will will let him down at at some point. But their team, by the way, uh, will go through the ins and outs. So exiting Sam Thiday, Josh Maguire. Boy, that's a big loss. Um, And obviously they did that to invest in youth. Tom Opacek, Corbin Sims. Um, Pearson and Pangai in O'Sullivan, Sean Fensom, and I've included Matt Gillett because uh, he was not there last year. So well, you can I mean, throw Jack Bird in as well, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what, what do we get from Jack? Deceived well, 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 I think I, I think if, like that's why I actually touched on that kind of teacher thing before. Mm. If anyone needs a bit of a cuddle every now and then, you know, to get the best out of him. It's um it's one Jack Bird so he could be he could be great for for him and hope so because like he's you know he's best he's he's bloody good to watch so um I'll be cheering for him and if he like if he's firing then you know I think I think they'll be it means they'll be firing as yeah. well is so. O'Sullivan an organizer oh yeah oh, see if you put Milford's not you just say yeah. to the Milf like great Cody Walker just say right you just see what play what's in front of you mm. eyes up footy as they say yeah. now Joel can can you please never I never say it. Thank you. I never. never ever, I hate that term, Sean. <laughs> Doesn't it just catch fire? There'll be a new term this year. Hey, there'll yeah. be a new term. Yeah. Every. You're right. What's eyes up footy? Yeah. Oh, you play what you see. <laughs> well, you play what's in front of you. <laughs> All right. Does sound good. So, fifteen and nine last year. You've set the number, Sean. At 13 and a half wins this year. Yeah. I know where Joel. I don't even have to ask Joel. You're in love with Brisbane. Mm. I'm in love with Brisbane. And I didn't mention this as well. Matty Johns, he's been uh, dragged in to help coach the spine and the halves, which I think is a big coup. Um, Take me over, baby. I'm over 13 and a half every single day of the week. John Seabold come into the camp. Yes, please. Love it. Give me a prediction. I I know it's hard because we haven't looked at – oh, well, the draw – the first six games, so I'm a big rap on looking at the first month mm. because that just sets the tone. Yep. And it's a funny thing. Every year, um, 
basically um, three teams exit the top eight, three teams enter the top eight. Last year, we had three new entrants. The year before, three. The year before, three. Then two, two, two. So it's two and a half average. Uh, but after a month, now we know how sort of up and down the first month can be, but the f- it's something like 80% of the teams that are in the eight by round four, it's an incredibly high wow. stat. Stay there. Mm. Stay there. Wow. And you'd think, no way, because teams get, look at the West Tigers last year. And yes, you will get those sorts of teams, but generally six of the eight, six and a bit of the eight, mm. that, 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 that is your top eight. That's why the start of the season is so important. Have a listen to this for a start for, for the Broncos. Melbourne down there on a Thursday, good season opener. Cowboys at home. Now, that's always a toss of the coin. Mm. Dragons at home. Roosters at the cricket ground. That's, that, uh, that is a, it's a brutal start. That's mm. a brutal start. You'd almost... If you're guaranteed you? one, you'd nearly take it, wouldn't you? Well, I'd say if two and two, you'd go, thank you. Yep. We'll, we'll just move on. Then after that, it gets a bit easier. West reckon, Tigers at home, Canberra you'd, pre- you'd prefer to play those teams at the start of the year, wouldn't you? I think you can you can almost catch them. You know, they're not fully up and firing yet. I'd, oh, I think Melbourne Storm, historically, first 10 rounds. They've they, got, they haven't, they haven't they've lost never the, lost yeah, the first right. round yeah, under yeah. Bellamy. And, and you know why? Uh, I remember Cooper Cronk, uh, a speech that he gave that he said that all the clubs spend the off-season reinventing the wheel, mm. right? He said the Storm just go about what they did at the back end of the season and they get these this low-hanging fruit and they accumulate these wins at the start of the year. Yeah. And to your point, that's probably why they're playing finals every year because they've done the work in the first six weeks to put it to bed. Mm. And then as the season progresses, they start to tinker things a little bit. So I don't know about Melbourne round one is such a good thing, but yeah. other teams perhaps... Now, what have you noticed, Sean? So you, you've gone through the whole draw. Uh, so I've just gone through the first six rounds. What have you got there? Yeah, so they play they play the Storm, uh, Roosters and, and Rabbitohs twice. Mm. They're the sort of pick of the of the top quality teams. Um, they only play sort of the next level once, Dragons once, uh, West once. They, they, they kind of they get the sort of lowly rated teams only once, which is where the kind of draw factor comes into it. So... All in all, it's probably a harder draw than it is easier for them. But their their advantage at Suncorp is so big, huge. It kind of it, it often takes care of that. So missed the finals twice in twenty seven years. Mm. Longest premiership drought, thirteen years. The previous longest yeah. was six years. Um, so if we're going to have one investment on one of these options here, Joel and I have gone the over. By the way, uh, Shawnee, which way yeah, are you going? No, we're, we're all we all agree over. Okay. I think we did pretty well with these last year at this time of year. Um, I've got them at 15 wins minimum. What have you got them at, Joel? Uh, well, they had 15 last year, so I'll say 16. Ooh, 16, which would make them top four. That's, that's guaranteed top four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> Shawnee about the same? Yeah, around the mark, yeah. Okay, all right. And if there was one bet you like there, what would you take? Yeah, well, so outside of the, the grand final, they're, they're, I think they're probably clearly the, the – the next best at, apart from the Roosters. So the nine bucks is big enough to to get me interested. But if if they've had a good year, I don't know, Joel agrees here as well. If they've had a good year and they're knocking on the door of kind of minor prem you know, yeah. grand final berth, then Milford's had a, a flyer. Mm. So Milford Dally M Ooh, could, uh, okay. could definitely get my interest. 
Yeah, it had my interest at $51, and I made it aware to Sean. I said, mate, geez, I'm keen on it. Milford at 51 bucks. Have you seen how fit he is? That's what you call a sleep at the wheel. I pressed for a fresh on the uh, the app, and it's 17 bucks. But oh, I know you're also... Does, he does that, doesn't yeah. he? You can't tell him... Tell him you can't we need him. to defend the punters, Dan, and oh, say 100%. nothing, right? But I know you think it's a gift, Asake, for top point scorer, yeah. don't you? Yeah, well, like, as I said, if, they, if they're going good, they're scoring plenty of points. He's scoring plenty of tries. Assuming he plays yeah. in the wing, which I, I do think he will do, and he he, he kicked it at an unbelievable rate last yeah. year. He's an he's an eighty percent kicker or something. So yeah. three dollars fifty top point scorer does look all things being equal, it looks a bit of a gift. Yeah, I don't want it to. But the way I do it, Dan, for me, mm-hmm. um, Sean's got these markets up where you can multi up futures. So you could have a team to win the comp into a team to make the top eight into a team to make top four, for example. I would just be anchoring the Broncos top four in all of your multis if you're getting involved in that. I would, uh, and I'm not going to do this often, but the top eight, I know it's forty, and I'm not going to be that boring with that, but that is such a certainty. Mm. Whereas top four, yeah, origin, those sorts of things, I'm with you. $2.20 is a lovely price. Lovely price. But I'd just be... Uh, so you'd be anchoring, up. doing the same thing as me, anchoring the $1.40 in, in your team multis. Right, let's go to... Who's our next team, Joel? Let's go to the Dragons. The Dragons. Now, the, there's, Interesting. One, there's one question here which we'll get to. How is Corey Norman going to fit into this team? But last year, same as Brisbane, 15-9. and nine. Uh, Their signature win was that Brisbane final in week one. Their low was only a few weeks before that against Canterbury at Cogra, 38-0. They again, I know they won that final against Brisbane, but another fade-out mm. of a season. They had lost six of their last nine heading into the finals. Um, their ins or their outs, Lisa Armour, Nene McDonald, Kurt Mann, Jason Nightingale, uh, Hame Sello, Ruben Garrick. The ins, Corbin Sims, that's a very good pickup. Lockie Maranta, who's been in the wilderness, and, and Corey Norman. The St. George Illawarra Dragons. Lockie Maranta, my whipping boy for a few years, old Lockie. Um, very lucky, a really, really tough team to, to get a read on. As you said, interesting addition in Corey Norman. Mm. So that obviously raises the question, like, what do they do with uh, with Gareth Whitter? And more importantly, the um, Matt Dufty seems to have he's just been not. The, I don't know if scapegoat is the right word, but mm. when when things kind of went um, sour for them last year, he was kind of he got he got the bullet pretty yeah, pretty quick. Yep. So it looks like everything I'm hearing is Whittop's going to start fullback. And I, I did like the the games he did play there last year. I did like what I, I saw, but I don't know. Um, interesting one to watch. And then, of course, we've got the Jack DeBellin thing mm. that needs to play out. So very, there's a few is a few too many question marks for me for me to get heavily involved in them. 13 bucks. I think they, they jumped the year, they jumped 2018 about a similar, similar sort of price and then were flying mid-year before the wheels fell off. I think uh, said, yeah. we're guessing here the DeBellin thing only started yesterday. I think the sands are shifting here and I don't think he'll play. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, that's a guess. I, I, you know, when you just get that mm. feeling that. So the the NRL come out and said they won't. Well, they've they won't intervene. They've said that, but, but there's been a bit of a public. There's been public shift. There's been media that, yeah. that and so, that does have an influence. It wouldn't surprise me. So I mean, if he let's let's assume he's out, then he's a he's a great player. Um, yeah. It leaves it, it leaves a gaping hole. So, so Corbin Sims joins the. I mean, he doesn't cover Jack DeBellin's prowess, so to speak. But no. It is he'll, okay. He'll let's handy. just forget hard to, but let's mm. just put that aside. Let's assume he plays and he plays well. This is a hell of a forward pack. So Vaughan, McInnes, Graham. Do we think Graham is still going to have it? 
I was worried about that, but he's a tough bugger, isn't he? Mm. He's a winner. He's a warrior. Yeah, I want him in my sheds. Frizzell, Tarek Sims, DeBellin, and then a bench of Corbin Sims. Then it, I don't want to say falls away, but not necessarily the recognisable names. Blake Laurie, he's a bit of a tank. Jacob Host. Um, Jeremy Lattimore will do a job. But obviously, Joel, the question is Norman and Widdop and Hunt, how will they coexist? The, well, the I feeling like is Widdop will play fullback. Do you think that's the way yeah, they'll do it? Yeah, I do like that. Um, as you sort of mentioned, they hit the skids. So they were in the top two for the first 18 rounds of the season. Mm. And then won three of their last nine and then just blasted the Broncos away. So I don't know how to read that one particular game. Just on the Hunt, Widdop, Norman thing, I really like that. I really, really like that. Last year, both Hunt and Widdop were in the top five for try assists. You take Thurston out now that he's retired. You've got two of the top four for try assists. Mm. One of them goes to fullback, which gives you that extra play, a la Hodgson back in the day for the Tigers. And then Corey Norman, who's got a point to prove. I I don't hate the Dragons, that's for sure. I, I, I think that they, they are in it. And the other thing is too, I, I think this Zach Lomax is a superstar. Oh, yeah, yeah, he looks good. They've got another kid coming through as well called Michaeli Ravaloa. Could be, could be, I know it's a big stretch, but could be that Rad Radra type. I'm not saying will be, but could be. Try-scoring machine, scored five tries in a game for the Interest Super Premiership last year. So, look, I I think they're in for a good year. Getting, a just good getting year. a little bit sidetracked, but do you reckon uh, the Cowboys have called Matt Dufty and just see what he's up to? He would, wouldn't you? You'd be, I think they'd, they'd be mad. After everything that's unfolded with with Barber, yep. I think they'd be mad not to be not to be chasing him because I think he he certainly from what I've seen he's good I'm enough. Getting to pretty be. cheap too, I reckon. On Cowboys, that's a bit of a loss, isn't it, uh, Nene? That's Nene a huge got, loss, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he, he's gone to the Cowboys from mm. the Dragons, so that's a loss. Um, so the, uh, you've got say a Jordan Pereira on the wing. Uh, he's no Nene, but is, you know built like a tank. Um, yeah, Corey Norman, 170 games. You know how many finals he's won. Duck egg? None. Mm. Well, so is is it going to work? You, I get the feeling it's feast or famine. Either, yeah. What's well, your well, that's, that's 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 him though. I don't like, that's his know. career. It's been. Yeah, when it's good. It's really good, and so everyone's I, happy. But when so it's to bad, me, it's bad. We, we all have our favourite bet here. Top four, three dollars seventy-five. Because if it hits, yeah, it really hits. Rocks or diamonds, isn't it? But they could miss the eight as well. Mm. I don't know with them. What have you set the over under at, uh, Shawnee? They're thirteen and a half as well. <sighs> And in that 13 and a half, they had 15 wins last year and they had some big scalps in that. Can you, like uh, horse traders will often say, can that hit that peak again, that horse? Can the Dragons hit that peak again? Look, I'm, I'm going to go overs. Yeah. I'm going to go overs. I'll, I'll say they hit the crossbar at 14. <laughs> I've got over as well, Sean. Yeah, small over. And interesting, just on these over-unders, there's always a price difference which way because the winds are so yeah, condensed. Yeah. You know, So they're, they're $2.05 over 13.5 where, okay. where the Broncos are $1.75. So there's, there's a small price difference So they're expected there. to go under. Yeah, last at, year, that, at that mark. Last year they had the fourth hardest draw, as it turned out. So um, so that means their their wins had plenty of merit. And, and their start this year, Cowboys away – South at Cogra at, at home, obviously. Brisbane away. So that's a good, tough little start. Newcastle away on a Sunday. Canterbury at home. 
Manly at home at, at, at Wynn Stadium. So that's sort few, of... There's a few wins there. Yeah, that's yep. a 50-50 draw. And what have you got there, Shawnee? Um, I've got them playing the Rabbitohs and Roosters twice. They play them twice. Yeah. Broncos and Storm only once. So it, look, it looks to be a pretty suitable draw for them. Okay. Um, this year. And what oh, is, like, I, I agree. It's either, I'm either all in with them mm. or or I'm ass out. So I'll, I'll, the, the top, seventy top eight, kind of, it's it's almost big enough mm. to, to get me involved. But like you said, the top four does look. Yeah, I'm, that's my bet for this one. You, Joel? Uh, my bet is $67. It's just a real dart mm. on Jordan Pereira to be top try scorer. He, he's a noted try scorer. He, he scored about nearly 20 tries in the ISP last mm. year. Uh, with not many games. He played first grade and kept scoring. So I think for a full season, $67, that's worth a fiver. Uh, boys, I, I wanted to ask you this. I threw it out on social media and it got great traction. Hypothetically, and we'll ask this of the Broncos too, if you could bring back a club legend, right, at the peak of their powers to boost the current squad. So yeah. you're looking for maybe a weakness in your team, not necessarily the greatest grade of that club, Let's start with the Broncos. Now, the, the most common replies were Wally Lewis, Lockyer, the Pearl. Um, who else did we have in there? Alfie Langer. Who would you add to the Broncos squad to make them more of a premiership threat? Okay. So the trick is it's got to help this, this squad. squad. And they're at the peak of their powers. Right. This squad's young. Those forwards are kids. We on the Broncos you're talking about? We're on the Broncos. Yes. Glenn Lazarus. Lazar. Oh, a well. winner. Remember the Broncos couldn't win a comp yep. and Wayne brought Lazo yep. and what happened? They yep. started winning comps uh, for fun. Were you with him, Sean? No, you... give me give me Darren Lockyer there. Lock... And where, where's Lockyer playing? Fullback. 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 Yeah. Yep. Back to the fullback yep. days. For him, fullback, and then you, you've got Azarko <laughs> still on a wing. Like, yeah. It's pretty It's pretty formidable. So what about the Dragons then? Well, hang on. Who's your... Uh, I just have to have Lockyer. He, he, he can... He can play. You know what? He'd probably be in the halves, and I'd have a Sarko yeah. at fullback for me. Oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dragons, it was almost unanimous. Puff the Magic Dragon, they won in their team. <laughs> Uncle Reg. Yep. Which you can see that, couldn't you? In the back line, him with Lomax, and their full pack's pretty I didn't pretty know we were going that far back. <laughs> you can go far as back as you want. Um who do you see in that team which you boosted? Well, the centres the centers are, are, are pretty weak there for me. That's what I... I'll are you looking in Puff? Well, I, did, I was going to go Michael O'Connor because now we're going back to the 60s. <laughs> I'm the youngest at the, at the desk here. So probably, look, give, me, give me Mark Gaznia. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Righto. Fair right. enough. So fair how enough. are we betting this, this team, gents? So so I'm going to go. We've we, we done that, haven't I? I'm, I'm going top Pereira four $67. Top four for you, yes. Sean. Uh, give, me, give me top eight. It's $1.70. I don't like tipping odds on okay. stuff that far out, but... Like, if, if a few things go right for them, they're making the eight. They've yeah. got a good enough team. Penrith next. Penny Panthers. All right. Joel has had his – he's been sharpening his claws for this, I think. Yeah, turn it off, Panthers fans. <laughs> Last year, 15-9, and nine, they were fifth, but they do what they seemingly do every year. They win their first final, they lose their second. Um, they've done that each of the last three years. They led the NRL. I'd forgotten, Joel. Yeah. They led the comp midway through. One of Sean's most painful uh, beats. Um, the halfway through the season, oh, minor right. premiership, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all you needed was Penrith not to beat the Dragons by 26-plus, mm-hmm. and they won 28 too. They certainly did. Uh, <laughs> and we've all had those days. Um, they are, looking at some odds here, You've got them at ten dollars to win the comp, two dollars forty to top four, top eight dollar forty five. 
any trends here betting wise? Uh, I mean, we're, we're we're pretty far out for for the general public to have a, a a strong view, but I know someone does have a strong view. All right, and well, he's sitting go, to my John left, Cage. so we'll just tell you, you go, we'll just tell it up for him. And... The disclaimer here is oh. that I grew... the clear is a great bloke. No, no, no. I grew up on York Road in Penrith, South Penrith. I went to South Penrith oh. Public School. And the last two years, I've been really tipping Penrith for big years. Not this year, okay? I remember doing some analysis about midway through last year. Tyrone Peachy was playing a lot of games off the bench. Now, when he came onto the field, their scoring rate went through the roof. No Tyrone Peachy. The last four years, almost consistently, they can score points, the Panthers. They're knocking out about 460 points against every year. Mm. To be a contender in the NRL, a real premiership threat, typically you need about 100 less than that. So they've got to save a try nearly every single game, Penrith, right? Gee, he's done his work here, sure. <laughs> okay, here's the other thing. You know, I spoke about how completion rates, they don't correlate to performance. We mm. saw that with the Storm and the Roosters. What does strongly correlate to performance is missed tackles. Okay, the second worst team in the NRL last year were the Panthers for missed tackles. Okay, the worst team for missed tackles in the competition last year was who? The West Tigers. Mm. Ivan Cleary comes from the West Tigers. Here it is. To the th- and here's the, the other Cleary thing. Whack. Here's no, I love Cleary. I oh, love, I love both of course you do. Hey, but stats tell the story here. 11 of 15 wins last year. 15 wins for the Panthers in the season proper. Yes, they beat the Warriors in that semi-final, but Roger Tuovasa-Shek, they were leading the Warriors. RTS comes off the field. They come home and win the game. The Panthers, this is the Dalian player of the year. 11 of their 15 wins last year, Dan, were against teams bottom, who bottom missed eight. the top eight. Mm. They so, had the easiest draw. They actually had, yeah. So, so for me... A team who consistently knocks out 460 in the against column has them around that eighth, ninth position. I'm a Panther boy through and through. I grew up <laughs> on York Road, but I'm saying Penrith will miss the eight, Dan. Wow, okay. Now, they're out. Peachy, Peter Wallace, will he retire midway through the season? Trent Merrin, Hadawir Naira, mm. uh, Tim Brown, Christian Crichton, and Adam Kieran. Uh, hasn't he... Uh, Done the right thing. They lose. They lose a lot there, don't they? And in not much in, uh, with all due respect to these players, but it doesn't replace the outs. Tim Grant, Hamo Sele, Malakai Watini, Zalesniak, and Tyrell Fuimaiono from South. So basically, they're they're going to do it with last year's team. Dylan Edwards only played eight games last year. We expect him to play fullback. Gee, Joel, it's still a good-looking team. The best lineup I've got here is Edwards, Wateni Zalesniak and Mansell on the wing. Mm-hmm. Mansell missed half the season. Farah and Wanga Blake. Geez, that's a good centre combo. Maloney Cleary. And then a forward pack of RCG, Tamo, Satoni Esioni Katoa, uh, Viliami Kikau, Isaiah Yo, James Fisher-Harris. Which great do you want in that team, Dan? There'd be a case for Luke Prittis, I reckon. That's what I was thinking. There'd be a case for Luke Prittis in that in that, and you got Brad Fittler and all these greats. But for mm. this particular team, there'd be a case to have Luke Prittis at number nine. I reckon. Well, that's yeah. that's the position, isn't it? That they're, they're, they're looking at that, that well, running at that thirteen out there, then number nine's their weakness. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. Um, some of the points I've got here: first halves minus ninety-two, second halves plus one sixty-two, and they, they did that every week. They yeah. started slow, they came home. Eight of their eight wins out of their fifteen, they'll be behind by ten plus at some point. Dan, six times they, they can't had, keep doing that. Six times they had thirty put on them. <laughs> six times, and three of those were in their last seven games. Hmm. So. 
Look, I know, I know they're great on paper, and that's why I've been so loud about them the last couple of years, but I've pr- pressed the sell button. What is the personality, and this is not to setting you up to bag him, what is the personality of an Ivan Cleary team? Because last year at the Tigers, they were honest. Mm. They they fought hard. How many games they won, particularly at the start of the season, where they just outgritted teams. But you brought up they missed a lot of tackles. They still didn't make the eight. I, th- I think Ivan's a great coach, but he's not a miracle worker. Like People are who they are. Their DNA is their DNA. And, and can yeah. you turn this team to be a 100-point better defensive team? You know the funny thing on this, and I can probably see why Gus gets frustrated. I looked at Gus's coaching career. If you look at the against column for Gus, phenomenal. Nearly every year, like Robbo, like Maguire, it's in the 300s. Mm. Gus was like that. And so you could see why he would get frustrated with the coaches when they're not churning out the same numbers. Mm. How many? Well, James Maloney's your number six. So can they fix their defensive problems when teams are obviously going to run all their attack at him? Um, I read some stuff during the off season that he's uh, you know he's worked on his defence and he can play on the other side of the mm. field now. Do thirty something year olds get better at defence? Yeah, I don't think so. No. All right, where are you looking, Shawnee boy? Um, look, I'm not. I'm, not really with them or against them, to be honest. They look a very, very sort of vanilla kind of team. Um, now you got them a thirteen and a half. Yeah, what, so they're the same as who did we speak about before? The Dragons, Dragons. and Broncos. Same price as the Dragons. So two oh five, the over. I think they'll probably just go under that. I think. Okay, under um, for Sean. Yeah, Joel. Uh, look, I, I'm probably. Well, if I'm saying they missed hmm. the eight, I've got to have them at 11, don't I? 11 wins. 11 wins. All right, 11 and 13. Things that, yeah, they're, they're thereabouts. They're sixth to... I've got them at 12 wins, tenth. so the under for me. All right, and, and, and what have we... So just to miss the eight, which I see here is $2.65, so there's a bit of meat about that yeah. one. Is that your yeah, that's Panthers me. bet? That's, I, I don't like these sort of bets, but I just... At the price, <clears throat> I think they're a flip of the coin to make the eight, and you're getting $2.65 to miss. Yep. No, I, I, I tend to agree with that. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, give me that one too. Right. We finish it off Seagulls. with the Manly Seagulls. Okay. New coach, Des Hasler. Des Hasler came to Manly in 2004. In 2003, they were 7-17. Seven and 17. Last year, they were 7-17. Seven and 17. Basically cleared. He had one bad year in 2004, cleared house. Yep. And then the year after, things got rolling. There's something like 20-plus players off contract this year for Manly. You probably get the feeling this is let's clear out the dead wood and they'll be fair income next year and on. That's the way Des does it. Um, they were second last last year. They won three games at Brookie. Um, outs, Lewis Brown, Jackson Hastings, Brian Kelly, he could play, Sean Lane, Darcy Lussick, Quilly Uate, and John O. Wright in. Hmm. Kane Elgie. Brendan Elliott, Ruben Garrick, and raps on Albert Hopawati. Um, big odds, Sean, to make the eight. Big odds to make the um, to to win the comp. Yeah, and, and like justified, you'd have to argue. But you look at their look at their team. You got Turbo fullback, Cherry halfback, and then other Turbo at thirteen. Like it's got the it's got the makings of a bloody good team. Yeah, tricks you. But there's a like there's a lot missing there. Um, Kane Algy for me, uh, not 
no thank you. Um, so I don't think they really pick up anything there. Well, who starts at number six, Joel? I mean, I suppose the trials uh, will LG probably... LG the six. LG starts there, yeah. Because yeah. they've still got Hodkinson. Or is he left? I think Hodkinson's still at the oh, club. God, I don't know where he... Well, if he's there and fit, mm. Um, mm. I, I think they'll go with LG. Mm. Or they've got the kid Croker, who, remember, started there yeah, last year. Yeah, Canberra. Um, do we have any expectations this year about Manly? Well, I think you might have you raised a valid point there. Perhaps they're clearing the decks. But I, I want to raise something here. So I remember when I was playing at the Dragons, uh, this must have been the start of 97, and David Waite, who was a coach at the time, had this absolute obsession about the against column. And 192, he'd say that every session, 192. And the reason he kept saying 192, because Bob Fulton, who was also a master at the defensive column, mm-hmm. that team of 96 for Manly, who won the competition beating the Dragons... They conceded 192 points that whole season. That was the dead set benchmark, right? <laughs> Last year, they conceded 622 points. Now, I spoke about factors in winning competitions. This is the number one correlated factor when it comes to competitions. The tries conceded column, right? The last four teams uh, standing last year had the lowest tries conceded. Manly last year conceded 103 tries, which was the worst in the comp. Worse than Newcastle, worse than any other team. Very much the same. As I mentioned about, you know, they're not magicians, Ivan Cleary, etc. Des Hasler has got a great coaching career, but how does he cut that in half to well, be a contender? I think that's what we're gonna we're gonna see. I don't think Des Des isn't gonna walk in there and think he can win the comp. So his focus is gonna be lockdown, like we saw what we did at the end of his uh, Bulldogs reign, mm. where it was very, very ugly. They were the, that was it was hard to watch. It was at times. I, th- I think we're going to see some of that. Yeah, like they, 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 I mean, they have to rebuild this team. Well, they're winning games, eighteen, twelve, that sort of jazz. If they're winning games, if they're winning games, it's going to be in a shit fight. Mm. I think they've they've got they've got a good enough makeup there to win a few games as well. Mm. If they can sort out that column that you were talking about, well, they win games like the old days with the Tigers. When Tedesco was there, you just won games because he just had a day out. Mm. Turbo's going to have those days out. Mm. DCE will have those days out. If you look at their daily endpoints last year, it was basically those three in daylight, wasn't it? Yeah. Do we think Des will function a lot better because he's got Cherry Evans, a proper halfback to steer the team around? Well, it helps, or, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think so. Uh, okay, and I've got a, an asterisk on Dylan Walker because we don't know what's going to happen there. He's got a domestic violence case as well. Um all right. Uh, what is the over under? Uh, nine and a half. The weakness is the back line, isn't it? Is the, I mean, is the outside backs? There's a, there's a lot of weaknesses, but that's that's one of them. Who's your club legend, Shawnee, to throw into this team? Oh, Jesus. The punters out there were saying Bobby Fulton. That's, that's yeah. Cliffy Beaver. How, think, would, how would a Beaver. Cliffy DCE combo go? Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think Bozo's your man, though, isn't he? Yeah. Bozo in the centres, all five, eh, wherever you like. Just uh, look, positives for them. Arpi Coruscant only played 13 games last year. Curtis Sirenen only played four, but he is injury prone. Um, is he a dead set first grader? Well, there's not much there. Oh, that, that, like, exactly, like you, yeah. you look, look at it, it's a pretty, it gets pretty thin it pretty quickly. Thin now, quickly. remember, <clears throat> the, I think this is the last year of their salary cap restrictions. So they're actually under the cap because of breaking the rules. So um, what tends to be the case, they've got a good 13, mm. and then, boy, it falls away quick. Yeah. Similar to the Tigers, they get a rested, experienced coach coming in. So they dealt with a lot of noise last year that mm. won't be there this year. 
So that's well, a positive. They, they've always got shit going on mm. off the field, yeah. don't they? And that's that's a concern. Like <laughs> teams. We're swearing on the podcast now. Yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah, we've got the green light. We can yeah, we, we can, can do what we want. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, By the way, Manly haven't missed three straight finals for over fifty years. Wow. God, that's a proud club. Never won the spoon, which mm. we know about, but haven't won, haven't missed for three since nineteen sixty two to nineteen sixty five. This would be a third straight year. Um, give me the spoon as the bet. Seven dollars. Seven bucks. There's yeah. a bit of value there. Well, like, and I, I, I don't mind it. If if one of those three goes down, and you know, well, we never, we never want to see our great players get injured. But if one of those three goes down, which we know it's a brutal game, it can happen. Ooh. They are speaking of swearing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Trevojevic squared will play Origin, obviously, and DCE is now yeah. the incumbent Queenslander and was great in Grand Two, so he's going to play Origin. So. That's going to be a problem in the middle of the season. Jolly, where are we going? Uh, I think for a bet, I'm just trying to get the price here, but I think for a bet, you, you saw Ponga and Pierce how they just rallied in the Dally M's last year, and you'd argue that if both were fit, one of them may have won it. So I feel like it's so skewed. You could back two of their players for the Dally M. You could back Daly Cherry Evans and you could back Turbo. Mm. And I reckon just for a dollar on each, you'd, you'd get a bit of a sight. I'll, I'll get a price for you in a moment, but mm. I, I'd have a dollar on both of those. That's the way I'd be cheering on Manly. Um, I I don't love this bet, but just at the price, it, it might get me interested. Uh, top eight, three dollars fifty. Um, I think Des can just get enough out of them to grind out twelve or thirteen wins. We Ooh. can we can just get you in there. So you're going to go the over? Yeah, just over. Yep. Okay. So just on these prices here, a dollar on Tommy Turbo, twenty six bucks, and a dollar on DC at thirty four dollars. I reckon you just might have a bit of a shout. Yeah, well, if they win, if they win twelve games and they're on the cusp of yeah. It's a, it, you know it's it's going to be on one of those two. Yeah. Twelve wins. That's a it's uh, <laughs> not having that. Well, well, that's hitting the crossbar for eight. Okay, where yeah. you got him, Joel? Nine and a half is the number you've said. Sean. Uh, nine and a half. And what did they? Let's, let me check what they did last year again. Um, seven. seven, seven and Four. seventeen. I, I've got them eight. Eight wins, slight improvement, new coach, yeah. comfier environment, but I think one more win will be about to do them. Okay, so you've got them just under. I've got them clear. Well, I've got them to win the spoon, so I've got them at six wins. So that's a clear under. That's there. about the number for the spoon, is it these days? Six? I would think, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I, are we going to get? And we'll deal with this a bit later, but we're not going to have another comp where it's uh, thirty-four, eight oh. teams, 34, 34, 34, 34 and I then four that teams was, on thirty-two. That was, that was definitely a one-off. You'd, you'd suggest that was mm. amazing last year. Would you expect uh, a couple of standouts this year? I think so. All right. Um, I think we're just about done here. Uh, anything we need to cover, Joel, before we say farewell? We're going to be here each week. So Each week. So every week you're on your train or your bus or wherever you listen to your podcast. Just You'll be in the routine now every single week. Oh, and how about you can ask questions too, yeah. uh, everyone. Uh, let's, you know, play along here. That's uh, if you're the betting questions or you can ask Joel about his illustrious career or... <laughs> Pop my shirts. <laughs> I love your shirts. <laughs> but honestly, whatever you like, just yeah. you lead the podcast and we'll just gibber on her about it. But it's lovely to be back. Love to be back. Our thanks to Jamie Soud, who's part of the podcast yep, yep. for a year or two as well. We love Jamie, and um, and we wish him all the best this year. But uh, we will be back same time next week. Yeah, yeah,